guys ever just like wake up in the morning and just be like, I don't feel like brushing my teeth today? Almost every single day of my life, actually. That's never happened to me. Ever. You guys just, you don't brush your teeth. No, no. But you, you do. Like, I, I, I go to bed some nights and I'm like already in bed. I'm all cozy and I'm like, fuck it. Just fuck. I don't feel like getting up. Like a long night of drinking. I know I should. But yeah, sometimes it is nice to brush that stench of the alcohol and the regret off, but I don't know. I find sometimes when I'm just hanging out in a tent, out in the safari, I, j- I don't have time to brush my teeth. I kind of view plaque as the enemy. <laughs> you, just, you just want to get that off of you. I want it to die. <laughs> I can appreciate that. Just, just killing, killing plaque and killing mouth germs. Just having a vendetta against something and reaping that vendetta and making sure it dies. I like it. And then that mouthwash rinse with dead particles coming out. Yeah. I'm like, I need to get back into the mouthwash game. Like, I, I got away from it for a while because it started to give me, like, I don't know. It started to hurt a lot. It started giving me, like, pain in my teeth. I used to keep mouthwash in my rucksack. I, I actually just used it to start fires and to make torches. It's flammable? Oh, it's highly flammable, What? Yes. Why are we putting that in our mouth? Because we're, we're a species of danger, Tyler. We do dangerous shit as humans, you're right. We like, do. Like base jumping and I saw a video. Spelunking. Where, spelunking. Saw a video, dude slapped the shit out of like a bunch of cobras. Oh, I've slapped the shit out of cobras before. That was that? That was me. That was fucking you? That was me, Monteplastiferi, professional cobra slapper. What? That's insane. I didn't know I was in the, you know, people know this about me. I'm like Indiana Jones. I fucking hate snakes. So I watched that video and just applauded. I was like, yeah, fucking slap the shit out of that fucking cobra. Sometimes a cobra just needs to be taught a lesson. If you have one that's rearing back, opening up its fins and boring its fangs at you, you just, you have to slap it. Exactly. Like uh, I watched Naked and Afraid a lot. And I, I love that show. I start the show and I'm like. I can't wait for the snake murder because they always fucking kill a snake on that show. And I hate snakes. So I'm just like, yes, snake murder. And like, I'm all about pet rights, you know, but you know, fuck snakes. They're dangerous. Snakes have no rights. No, get, snakes have no rights. Like they're just, they're terrible animals. They're terrible animals, usually kept by terrible people. Yeah, they usually have like a ponytail or like <laughs> some sort of like, Either a ponytail or maybe a fedora. Usually a tribal arm tattoo. Like a katana. Oh, a collection of katanas above their mantelpiece. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to another great episode of Pure Awkwardness with Tyler Ray Kendrick. We do have some special guests up in the house today. Mm. We got Rufus Leaking. He's here. He's here to let you know about what he's about and we also have monty plast teferi. Teferi. teferi i i i was gonna mess it up but then i didn't i i've learned to just preemptively correct people before yeah. they get it wrong i paused for effect mm. apologies tyler apologies and now like you guys you know you, you don't run into two people like you every day and i say that because you know you're both 
come from like weird ba- you're a multi-plast you're like a cobra slapper mm-hmm. uh rufus leaking you know you really just kept it a mystery what you do you like on the way over here like i'm not gonna say what i do it's part of my veil of intrigue you could you could tell us on the show i mean like you i mean even if it's illegal we had a fucking ninja on the show you brought a body up in here so you can just you know be open to like what you're doing i mean it's not gonna leave the internet it's cool i'll admit rufus i am curious well i can't tell you a few things i don't think it would hurt but of course you know i hail from the athabascan tar sands region of alberta canada (laughs) beautiful region oh my gosh (laughs) yes it is What do you what do you do out there? Like, how do you prosper? What's your? You mainly stick to the tar. Just in the in the in the business the tar business. Yeah, it's pretty bad. You pretty much want to do anything <laughs> to get out of there. Are you like are you are you are you stuck in that 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 business? Like, how can how do you get out? Well, I can tell you my own personal story, Tyler. One day when I was trudging through the tar sands. A van pulled up. It was filled with dingoes. Mm. They said, get in the van. <laughs> the dingoes said that? They were like, get in the van. And I'm like, okay. So I got in the van. That was easy. They they, <laughs> they didn't have to convince you at all. No, you were All the talking dingoes I've met, they talked for hours trying to get they me into They just never a van. shut up. <laughs> you know what happened? We drove to the airport, got on a Qantas flight. That's the one that's... Uh, has a koala as the advertising person? <clears throat> yes, yes. Oh, yeah, that's right. Nice flight. Well-maintained. I don't recommend the in-flight meals because they're all eucalyptus leaves. Oh, that's <laughs> bullshit. You get used to them. Yeah, they love them, but I didn't. Why didn't you? Like, what's, what's bad about... I mean, obviously, aside from it, you know, not being your typical chicken or fish on a flight, what's so bad about eucalyptus? Well, basically, the eucalyptus tree is designed to avoid all predators, so it makes itself as pungent as possible. Mm. Like in a bad way? Like, what's it smell like? Well, let's say that you took scope mouthwash and mixed it with 30-weight oil. Whoa. And then what? It's just the mix. You rinse and spit. Oh, God. (laughs) It's already painful enough, I couldn't imagine. That sounds terrible. You have any run-ins with eucalyptus while you're out, you know, being a a badass out there slapping reptiles and shit? I do I do like being called a badass rather than just an adventurer, which is what I am. But yes, of course I've run into eucalyptus. Adventure is like a dated term. Like being a badass is like I could say that I'm a badass adventurer. Would that would that be better for you, Tyler? That works, yeah. Because I, I can adjust my lingo to fit you. To fit your world, since I'm glimpsing into your world today. That's right. As your your time out there in the wilderness, like, what's the craziest, ex- like, do you have an experience, like, Rufus leaking over here where you were just, like, convinced, or, like, a van pulled up and a bunch of dingoes were, like, get in, you had everything like that? I can't say that I've ever encountered a van full of dingoes before, but they're, um... There was this time in the Serengeti where I nursed a baby elephant back to health 
after its mother had trampled it. What? Yes. A mother trampled its own baby elephant. On purpose? Yes, of course it was on purpose. A mother's not going to do something like that by accident. Mother elephants are very digilent. Smart creatures. They're very aware. Yeah. They got those big old ears. Like, you can hear if your kid is running around They you. know everything that their child is doing. Mm-hmm. And they're not going to be careless enough to just run them, and over, run them over without being aware that they're doing it. They're like, elephants, elephant kids are like snot-nosed kids anyway. Like, Dumbo. Man, fuck Dumbo, that little little baby elephant. Oh, he was a little brat. Everyone yeah, see, knew he was a brat. A little jerk. A little probably probably deserved it. Now, why did you? You just felt bad. You're like, oh, I felt terrible. I saw this thing. One of its ears was nearly ripped off. Its tusk had barely even grown in, and it snapped down to a nub. And I saw this poor little elephant couldn't walk, couldn't stand, couldn't make its way to the watering hole, and I knew someone needed to take care of it. Its mother had trampled and abandoned it. His father was just gone out of the picture completely, I think, probably caught fucking, up in the ivory trade. Yeah, probably fucking gunned down with an elephant gun. These, the elephant poachers. guns are, are very dangerous guns. Like, they've got to be humongous, like rocket launchers. They're basically cannons <laughs> that you wield with your hands. Just, I personally use the 500 Nitro Express. Oh, those are, those are good guns. I've killed six people that were brandishing them. <laughs> what, what other guns do you have, Rufus? You have like a million guns or just that no, one? just that. Just that. You use it for everything. It's a multi-purpose gun. Home defense. Honestly, if I knew someone had one of those, I'd be like, yeah, I could skip that house. Mm-hmm. If it can stop an elephant, and it can sure stop your scrawny ass, that's for sure. Yeah, it'll probably, like, you guys ever watch Dragon Ball Z when they get Kamehameha and they just, like, disintegrate? That's what I would imagine, like, that giant gun doing. That's exactly what it would do. <laughs> it is the Kamehameha of guns, that's for sure. I'm, I'm, you guys big Kamehameha fans? Are you, like, Final, Final Flash kind of guys or Gallic Gun kind of guys? I was more of a Raccoon Punch kind of guy myself. <laughs> No special beam cannon for you, Rufus? No, no. No, just just the nitro gun. You know, like, I always thought about uh, owning a gun, but now I don't have to uh, because uh, I thought my ex-girlfriend was, like, such a huge Walking Dead fan, and I bought, she loved Daryl Dixon. Oh, so, of course, every woman does. Right, yeah. Hell, like, I do. Go figure, like, Oh, my favorite character in Lord of the Rings is Legolas. Of course, fucking mm. course it is. Uh, uh, so she's like, likes him. And I was like, oh, you know what I'll do? I'll get her something for her birthday. You know what I got her? A crossbow. But I bought it on Walmart.com. And they actually, you could buy crossbows online and they will ship it to you. They didn't ask me for ID or anything. Oh, no, no. You don't need any sort of permits for a crossbow. I usually get mine at Dick's Sporting Goods, actually. You're not a Cabela's kind of guy? No, no, no. Their, their rates are entirely too high. And they support blood diamonds, and I, I'm not oh, one for blood what? diamonds. They, how, did, how do you know that? Or is that just... I, I may have run into them while backpacking through Africa. I've run into the representatives of Cabela's searching for blood diamonds. Were they wearing, like, store gear, like a name tag? Oh, they like? were completely decked out Cabela's everything. Cabela's hats, Cabela's visors... 
when, whenever you said Blood Diamond supporters, I like imagined in my head just like a bunch of people from Cabela seeing the Leonardo DiCaprio movie. I think just, that's and, where it started. Yes. With that movie. <laughs> like he's so dynamite. He deserves an Oscar. Let's go support him. I mean, Leonardo DiCaprio, his, his performances have encouraged me to do many of the things I've done in my life. I didn't get on a boat until I'd seen Titanic. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I waited out. Then I saw that movie. And I was like, I can't wait anymore. You guys, you guys ever take any, like, ship adventures? Or I was on the, only, the only ship I've ever been on was the Maid of the Mist in Niagara Falls. Mm, that's not a bad ship. I've gone on, I'd say, about 1,300 different ship adventures, if that's what you want to call them. How because old most are you to go on that many ship adventures? I am a spry 63. <laughs> You don't look it. Oh, I thank you. Oh, that was nice of you. Such a kind man, Rufus. I like you. <laughs> Where all these adventures like take you? Like, oh boy. Where don't they take me? I've um as I've mentioned, I've been to Africa, I've been to Egypt, I've been to Zambia, Zimbabwe, um, Brazil, Laos, uh, Kabul, um, Kazakhstan, Australia. Antarctica, the North Pole, never the South Pole, and uh, several, several pla uh, places in India. I thought you were just going to name 1,300 different places right there. I could, name but... Name all of them. We don't have that much time, Tyler. I, I'm a busy man. I have, to, I have to be on a flight in three hours. Oh, not a... Okay. A flight, not a, not a ship. I have to fly to Honduras to find the nearest body of water than get on a ship. Oh, my gosh. It's quite the travel itinerary. itinerary. Easy man. I'm like a cutscene in Indiana Jones. <laughs> where it's just constant airplanes and red lines everywhere. Just, just the airplane <laughs> dotted line going to one X on a map. That is basically 80% of my day. It's just travel. You know, that kind of makes my 17 years in the outback with a pack of dingoes as their captive inconsequential. Yeah, you know, like... You ever seen the movie Raised by Wolves? That's the kind of vibe I'm getting from you right now. Very. Oh, it's based on me. Is that Kevin Costner? Oh yeah. I would love yeah, to they hear adopted more. Me. Of this. They adopted me into their. Is that not Kevin Costner? <laughs> they adopted you into the clan. Oh yes, I was given a name. When translated from Dingo means. He who is unfortunate that cannot lick his own genitals. Oh, that is unfortunate. That is very unfortunate. <laughs> they they like hold that over your head for as long as they no, can. No, not really. They're very they're very good about that. They they just gave you a name, and that's yeah. the, the furthest they I were blended like, in. Yeah, blended in. you do resemble a dingo mildly. Yeah, it's it's like the shaggy hair. Mm. Mm. Yes, yes, I think that's what mm. does it. The the big canines, mm. the big canine teeth. I don't. I don't do the butt sniffing anymore. Oh. That's good. Yeah, I mean, Drop that would be weird. Like, if you just... When I integrated back into human society, that had to be one of the first things to go. That was the first thing you dropped was sniffing butts. Yeah. What about wearing clothes? Wearing clothes, yeah. That was second? Well, when you're out in the outback, you kind of have to run around naked. Oh, for sure. So I uh, got very tan and athletic. Mm. My fr a friend of mine went to a nude beach in brazil and he said that his his private parts got all sunburned did that ever happen to you 
Well, it's been said that my penis is the most tan and athletic looking that anyone's ever seen. Why do they say that, though? Because it's true. It looks like. Because it's true. I mean, you don't have to. I mean, I'll admit I'm a little intrigued. <laughs> I've seen many exquisite things in my day, and if, if he can show me something new here, something magnificent, as he's described, I'm, I'm open to it. Yeah, you, I mean, you can keep it. We'll, we'll save that for after the show. There's a restroom over here. You guys can go take care of that. But. I'm down for it if you are, Rufus. I'd love to see it. You probably have. That is true. There is a very good chance I've seen it. I've seen a lot in my the, day. The, you've been to where he's from? Oh, I've, I've been everywhere. Do been we need to go through the list again, Tyler? You've been in the caves and seen all the cave drawings and the propaganda, cave propaganda. About oh, yes. The cave propaganda is very prevalent. Once you get deep into the cave, that's where the conspiracies start to get a little deeper, and you can see in their drawings how long it's been since they've seen light and how far into their minds they've become trapped. It's like letters start like not making sense. It's like there's no Q and the. There is not, but in these cave drawings, you'll be surprised what letters they can slip into the smallest of words. Oh, my God. I, I, I've, been, I've been trying to get out more. You know, I haven't oh, yes. been on an adventure in a while. I think the the greatest adventure I've ever been on was like uh, me and my roommate when I first moved here took a day trip to Philadelphia mm. and then drove Quite back. Quite the sabbatical. <laughs> <laughs> drove back in the same day. We went and got a cheesesteak and then drove right back. Stop for restroom breaks on the way nope. or just power on through? We red-eyed straight through oh. on the open road in a Toyota Corolla. I'm impressed. Mm. That, that is an excursion. It's not quite a ship, but, you know, it got the job done. As long as you're a right captain and you have a good co-pilot at your side, any car can be a ship. It's all in your mind and all in your heart. Like, like Avengers movies, like the Goonies. You ever seen the Goonies? Oh, of course. Is that like, you hold that dear, is that like, is that right? Is that what Avengers are like? That is... The starting point of every adventurer. Like Josh Brolin's there. Is he always he's just someone like Josh Brolin or Josh Brolin is always there? Like Usually it's someone like Josh Brolin, but I've been on a few adventures where he just kind of pops up out of nowhere. You you walk behind a bush in the Serengeti and hot pups Josh Brolin. Like, oh, it, so it happens sometimes. Josh, you're here? He's like, Yeah, we're uh doing a thing for a movie. And just goes right back. And that's when I just locate the movie and hit up the craft services table, stuff my pocket full of scones, and go about my business. Just you just there for scones? The just there for scones. Craft services have the best scones. I've like, uh, I've only been on craft service table like twice in my life, and I didn't see a scone. Was that because of you? That may be because of me. You son of a bitch. I camped them out. You, you you're staking out for the craft service. Staking out for those scones. I'm always just like wondering how far I can build my plate up from the craft service table. I built it up pretty high last time on the set of Downward Dog. I didn't have to be that greedy, but they treated me like shit that day because they emailed me like that morning and they were like, hey, you got the the uh, the part for an extra. Be at this place by 9 a.m. Keep in mind, this is 645. I get there and I guess in the email they were like, bring clothes for options. 
I ain't bring any fucking clothes with me. And they got there, and I gave me a hard time about it. And they continued to give me a hard time while they were talking to other people because they would act like I couldn't hear them from five feet away when other people brought clothes. They're like, see, this is why it's a great idea to bring clothes so you have options to get on camera. I'm like, the fuck up. And then in my head, I'm like, I'm going to fucking murder this craft service table. So I had like four or five, like, Slices of meatloaf, mm-hmm. a whole a nice base, yeah, a whole plate of mashed potatoes, and then like a whole plate of just sides, and then like I went back for like chicken and stuff. See, that's when I stack the the plates like a wedding cake, like a tiered wedding cake. You just have a large plate filled with something solid like the meatloaf or the muffins, whatever you can find, and then have some sort of pillars. Maybe carrot sticks usually work well. Ooh, yeah. Prop those up all along the side. Put another plate. As a nice sturdy base, start piling up again. Eventually, you get a nice top of mashed potatoes and mm. pudding. <laughs> pudding. Just yes. to wash it all down. Gravy moat. Mm. It's a moat of gravy. Every good castle is surrounded by a moat of gravy. <laughs> biscuit alligators. Mm, yes, the biscuit gators. <laughs> you, you ever slap a biscuit alligator? No, I can't say I have because I've only sna- slapped things that are actually real. And yeah. dangerous. Well, yes. I can tell you that I once pistol whipped a dolphin. Shit. Really? What that dolphin do to you? Dolphins are kind creatures. Oh, not the kind I meet. <laughs> you meet the wrong kind of dolphin. Oh, yeah. These are inner city dolphins? No, no. These are just normal marine dolphins, but um, I think they were raised improperly. You know, when you're out in a lifeboat, floating around, lost, and your only salvation is a dolphin that comes up chittering at you over and over again. It was just too much. I took the flare gun and, well, you know what happened. shot it in the, you whipped oh, it. Pistol whipped him, yeah. You don't shoot a dolphin with a flare. Why, you're just going to. That's just, overkill. A dolphin will learn the lesson from a pistol whip. They're smart creatures. They're like, oh, you know, you're right, I fucked up. You're right. And then, you know, swim back down and go do tricks or whatever the fuck the dolphins do. I don't know what they do. Well, you'd think they'd be intelligent, but he kept coming back, bringing his friends. So you Asking for more pistol whips? I pistol whipped them, too. Oh, my God. Just one big pistol whip boat trip. Did you break the flare gun? Because those things aren't as sturdy yeah, as Usually a fucking pistol. plastic. No, but I really built up my wrists. Mm. Which allowed me to paddle to the nearest island. Yeah, I'm looking at your wrist now. They're like, you just flexed it. And it looks like a bicep. Yeah, that yeah. thing is impressive. Jesus. It's not a glove that can fit you. Do, do, you, do you have trouble finding a wristwatch? Not really. He just takes a clock and then puts a band over mm. it. Borrowed one from Flavor Flav. Mm-hmm. Rip it right off of his neck and mm-hmm. just... Like, you know how like, rappers chain snatch? Yes, Sure. He flavor flave clock snatches. <laughs> I mean, it's cool. I mean, like, if you can do it, do it. I would never have the balls to do that from flavor flave. I think I wouldn't even have the cojones for that one. Really? He's a scary man. He's basically lost his mind at this you point. You have He's just slapped cobras. Yeah, but cobras are predictable. You never know what Flavor Flav's going to do. The man's gone completely insane. Yeah, that's true. The, the, his TV show did have like a lot of like busted women. I was like, mm-hmm. are you, do you know you're here? I don't think they did. No, him. Does he know that he's there? I'd say no. 
<laughs> I think he just was like, yeah, all right, I'll do it. Because that show was just terrible. Did you guys ever, you guys don't. I've seen the commercials for it, and that was enough for me to deem him completely insane. You guys seen it on a flight or something like that? I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't yes. adventure, so obviously I watch reality Yeah, TV. sometimes in Delta flights, they put on just the worst in-flight entertainment. <laughs> if I see one more Adam Sandler movie, oh I am going gosh. to crash a plane. <laughs> Hopefully Denzel's not driving it, because he'll just, he'll land it upside down. Either him or Tom Hanks. Was, yes. I get those confused. Did which one landed it upside down and which one landed on the Hudson? They make it too many I airplane movies. I think it was movies. Tom Hanks on the Hudson. Now, which airplane movie is the funny one with? That one's the one called Airplanes. I can't get these right. There's just too many. Surely airplanes. you can't be that confused. <laughs> that was Leslie Nielsen. <laughs> yes. There's just too many airplane movies. Just just one airplane snakes movie. Snakes on a plane. I don't know which one that is. Is that the one where with the snakes on the plane? Oh, that one. I worked craft services for that one. <laughs> How were the, the scones? <laughs> they were delicious, but the snakes were very poorly behaved. Oh, you just, I'm sure you just slapped the shit out of them mm-hmm. and just were like, get away from that. Just backhanded snakes all day. And they didn't... They didn't when get... that didn't work, Samuel L. Jackson would just stare at them. Oh, I'm sure that was enough. Mm, that was enough to calm everyone on set. Did you run into Keenan Thompson on the set of that movie? No, actually, I never once crossed paths with him. Wow. I was about to, you know, congratulate you because I look up to him a lot. Do you? Yeah. It's interesting. Black Jeopardy is hilarious mm. on SNL. Keenan and Kel don't even get me started. All that, same thing. Pierre S. Cargo. Mm. I could go all day with <laughs> these Keenan Thompson references. Your just pockets are just full of Keenan Thompson. Knuckle puck. Knuckle puck. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, uh, not... Keenan fans, that's fine. I, I I was a fan of Keenan and Kel in my youth, yes. And you're you're sixty eight years old. Yes, and I consider my forties my youth. <laughs> I was very young in my forties, and I'm very young in my sixties. Just wait until I hit my eighties and nineties. You'll think I was thirty. I'm guess Rufus, I'm guessing you didn't have uh Nickelodeon or NBC when you're out running with dingoes. Uh, when you have as many Quality life experiences as I do, you don't have time for that sort of thing. Yeah, when you're when you're like such a pussy and you like don't want to adventure because you know cable's cool and you like internet. Why why adventure when you can watch someone else do it? Exactly. Yeah. Les Stroud almost made me change my life completely. Like if you guys, if you guys are a reality TV show, I would just be at home watching that. Would you? Naked and afraid. Mm, I don't know. Naked and afraid is pretty entertaining. It is. I mean, because I you don't have to be naked when you're out there. They just you, make you do that. <laughs> They're like, wouldn't it be funny if they were naked? And it is. And afraid. Yes, I know. Every time I'm naked, I am terrified of what's going to happen next. I always feel like I'm gonna break my bathroom mirror. Because. Because you're so ugly. Yeah, that's. I'm glad you got that. I I got it, and I was afraid that I had got it because of how bad it was. I think you guys are forgetting the 17 years I spent in the outback naked. I almost did forget. Please you were never, refresh me. Yeah, you were never afraid, though, I'm sure. No. no. You're very proud. You're busy all the time. You know, when you get integrated into the dingo clan, you have to help them. So I um, rigged up a satellite TV dish. We got 
most of the Discovery Channel. But you were living in the Discovery Channel, which you Oh yeah. You just you just wanted an update. What else is happening out there? Well, I'll tell you what. You watch that channel, you know what their favorite song is? You and me, baby, we ain't nothing but mammals. Oh boy. Oh my gosh. See, I would like to know what their opinion on Meerkat Manor was. Well, I think they just see their little heads popping out of their burrows and snap them right off. Wow. They just snapping the head off of the meerkats through the television? How many TVs did you have to build these <laughs> poor things? I don't know. There's just only so much cuteness you can stand. So, mm. Yeah, it's like, you know, like those, uh, there's a Twitter account out there. It's called uh, Cute Emergency. Mm. And it's just puppies. And like for a while, I was a part of it, but I was I got too sick. It's like eating a giant cake by yourself. Mm, just, just too much too sugar, much, too sweet. Just too sweet. You can't mm. do it. But I think with everything that's floating around our Twitter feeds nowadays, we all need that. You you just need a a ghetto a video of uh, a ghetto fight at a KFC. Yes. Because that's all I watch on Twitter now. It's just two people fighting. I, today I woke up and. My TL was just flooded with this video of a stripper giving another woman a lap da dance at a party, and she swung her legs over her, and just poop came out all over her face. And it was a bunch. And then, of course, the internet ran with it and did reactions of clips from oh, other course. things. So it was Kevin Hart from one of his movies, like, "Bitch, you just shit." <laughs> And then it was like a lot of reactions from like Will Smith from I Am Legend, like no, no. It's amazing. <laughs> it made my morning. And then the Uber ride happened, and that that kind of sucked. Mm. Nothing takes you away from watching a woman shit on another woman like an Uber drive. Just, That's for sure. Just so raw. Like why would that? Why would you go to work sick if you were sick? Does she have diarrhea? I have so many questions. <laughs> if you were listening to this. Someone please write in to Pure Awkwardness and uh, fill Tyler in as to why this woman went to work that day. I, could, I don't go to work. I don't even touch work when I have diarrhea. I'm like, I don't want no one else to be a part of this. I don't even go to work when I have gas. I'll just stay in the tent all day and just hotbox it and wait till morning. Coming out smelling like a champ. Mm-hmm. I enjoy my own smells. They, they remind me of home. They, they are really the only home I have with how much traveling I do. Uh, when you're out there um, just roughing it, what, like, what do you do in your spare time? Like, was there a spare time where you're just always out running from like, animals and like That's mosquitoes? usually when I dedicate myself to crafts. I, I, it took me three months to realize that you cannot make your own harmonica out of driftwood. Oh, that's tough. That's it's tough, that's, yes. It's a tough three months right there. Down but the I train. was able to fashion a trampoline while stranded on an island. <laughs> that Fuck. was a lot of fun. <laughs> Just How did you... Palm trees. They have a very high elasticity, the palm leaves. So I was able to use that to bounce up and grab coconuts from the trees. It like, sounds like a Donkey Kong video mm -hmm. game. Like you just jump on a tree and then like, you would bounce one thing to the I, other. I would play that video game, yes. I mean, I've already done it in real life, but it would be fun to experience that again vicariously through a screen. 
and through a uh, an ape creature. Yes. I mean, we're all ape creatures, Tyler. I've, I mean, I don't know. There's a lot of people out there that say no, but me, I always say when, like, you know, you go to Kennywood and you're waiting in line through, like, those little things where, like, it's like those, what are they, turnstiles? Turnstiles, yes. Yeah, you're waiting in line and, like, those bars that people have, people would like lose their fucking shit on those things. Like they will, the leftover monkey stuff in people's mm-hmm. brains, they'll just like start tugging on them and climbing on them and like sitting on the, it, people will lose their mind. Oh waiting. yes. Once the mammalian brain kicks in and they just start going to town on it, you better hope they figure it out before the reptilian brain kicks in. That's true. Because that's when murders happen. That's right. <clears throat> you guys, uh, guys have anything to, before we get out of here, have anything you guys would like to, to plug before I open up the plug envelope? Um, I would like to plug the 13th season of Man vs. Wild because it just, it reminds me of me. You think he's like full of shit? because he has Oh, like he's crew. completely full of shit. Most of the times he's about five minutes away from a bed and breakfast, but, you know, <laughs> it's nice to watch. Just the Airbnb, just right around the corner. Just right around the corner. He's just, he digs a hole in the backyard, fills it with quicksand, jumps into it, films it, stabs a turtle in the neck, and calls cut. Like, I was watching Naked and Afraid one time, and there was like a big snapping turtle walking around. And they're like, let's eat it. And I was like, yeah, I should totally fucking eat that. And then my roommate Tyler was like, nah, man, I've, I've. Wait, your roommate's name is also Tyler? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, had, we had another roommate, and it got confusing. You had another roommate also named Tyler? No, his name was Chris. Three Tylers? His name was Chris. And it would be like, it was weird because he would say to other people that Tyler and they would have to ask which one and then like they would assume the wrong one. And then like they would assume like, oh, I thought the other one was coming. Like, no, it's just me. Sorry mm-hmm. to let you down. But were you always the disappointment, Tyler, in the I'm confusion? Still currently the disappointment, Tyler. Um, they would see like a turtle. I'm like, yeah, I should totally eat that fucking turtle. My roommate Tyler's like, no. No, I watch Bad vs. Wild all the time, and they say that turtles are full of diseases. I was like, fucking cook it. Exactly. You can cook the disease out of anything. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Rufus, anything to plug before we depart? Oh, yes, I do. I uh, like to let people know that my artwork is for sale. Oh, sh- <laughs> Is that your artwork <laughs> in the caves? Oh, I've had a foray into the art world. And uh, it's been quite lucrative. Where do we find your work? Discovery Channel. Oh, but, wow. Um, let me tell you about one I just recently did. It's, um, it's a still life with fruit. And most people would find that boring, but I put such soul and energy into it that I had Van Gogh over and he started weeping. Wow. Immediately. This is... Before or after his ear, the ear thing. Well, the ear part came right after that. I think there's some sort of correlation, but <laughs> we're not sure. Wait, then how old are you, Rufus? Yeah, right. Oh no, it's not. Not what matters. It's, it's the artistry. That particular painting was one of my masterpieces. I call it Perseus astride Pegasus, hastening to the rescue of Andromeda. Holy shit. That's if quite you turn it upside down, it's Andromeda astride Perseus with per- Pegasus looking on interestingly. That is interesting. Wow, my my brain just can't sparkled. do that with a Van Gogh. No hell no, Mm-mm. just a Rufus leaking. 
original piece. Original, yes. Well, guys, be on the lookout for that. Go to your nearest museum or discoverychannel.com to see any of this, all this good stuff that's happening. If you guys like the internet, go. you know where you should go if you do like the internet? Unplannedcomedy.com. You know what's in there? Cool shit. Like other shows. Like Garrett Tattlebaum's Nice to See is Working. Unplanned and Unseen. And something new. New podcast alert. New podcast alert. It's called Food Weirdos. Talking about all the cool food in the world and how they are weird with it. I don't know if that's exactly how they market the show, but that's how I'm doing it because I don't know much about it. I'm already sold. (laughs) Go check out uh, all the other stuff. Take some classes. There's some classes. You like improv? You ever heard of improv? Well, this is where you learn. You ever hear the Cathedral of Learning? That place is stupid. This place is better for learning. It's the Comedy Cathedral of Learning. I don't know. I don't know if Woody likes that name or not. I'll ask him later. But if you want to go do all the cool stuff, maybe you don't want to take a class, right? Because you're like, school's dumb. Classes are going to be homework sometimes. But listen, it's good homework. Classes in your thing, take a workshop. One class, one show. Get it done in one day. All right? And... I don't know. Just come be a part of this super cool community and stop being stupid. That's all I got to say. All right. You guys have fun. Bye. Mother Street Recordings, a podcast collective.